What's up guys, I'm Evan Rogers. Welcome back to Next Up. And today we're gonna to be talking about keeping your horizons broad when it comes to your career search. And I'm joined by Neeson. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Great to have you. Great to be here, man. You're a fellow host and we're both hosting our <laughs> it's always, stuff. It's always weird. Like we're on the other side and you listen yeah. to somebody's intro because yeah. you don't want to say, like you're like, don't say anything. <laughs> don't be that person that just jumps in and is like, yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, so right. Sitting there like. Dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm stoked to have you on because we we really have, you know, connected on especially being in the creative realm. You're just for people that don't know, you're in the creative space as well. Um, being versatile is something that we both connected on quite a bit um, in the past, you know, a couple of weeks even. And I think what's kind of a misnomer nowadays is like, do I come out of college and fit a mold as a creative? We're kind yeah. of unicorns in a way with the system because we don't really fit into business roles and right. whatnot. So what's kind of your perspective on being broad with your interests, especially creatively? Coming out of college, I think you're going into college for me was a little tricky mm-hmm. um, because I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I wanted to do music. I knew I was already uh, going for it. And then the college that I did want to go to was um, Clark Atlanta University. Mm -hmm. So I had my girlfriend at the time. She was a year younger than me, so she still had one more year. I ended up getting accepted to Clark. And I was like, ah, like, I don't, I I could wait one year. I got accepted, right? That's what it's about. It's not about actually going. Like, (laughs) I could wait, right? So um, I didn't go, but I... And not only because of her, but because I really started to do music. And now I say really started to do music. I built out a whole studio in my mom's garage. And um, yeah, Sounds right, 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 yeah, right. But this is a lot better than ours. Just called the, <laughs> let me just paint. Ours is called the Sweat Factory. And um, it was, and then we had this, it was it was this mouse or whatever. And because it wasn't big, so it wasn't a rat, but it was a mouse that used to run across every time we record it'll run across from like the neighbors because the neighbors never cut their grass and stuff. yeah yeah right? yeah right so it will run and it will like scurry across every time we record so we named him pedro and because we don't we and only reason we named him pedro is because we didn't want to name him ben um because right, right. Jackson, right so yeah, like, yeah. Oh, let's name him pedro uh i say all that to say i was doing all those things and i knew what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and so when it was time when my girl went off to um to howard university she went to her dream school and stuff and and i just felt like what am i doing at this community college like Mm -hmm. i'm let me go do what i really want to do and that was create and make music and and do those things and so that's what i did and i kept trying to go back to school and school kept pulling me away from doing the thing i was actually doing Mm -hmm. and when i made the decision to completely drop out of college which god i'm not saying drop out of college i'm gonna (laughs) gonna fill the story in perfectly um when i made the choice to completely drop out of college my final i was my major was uh, media production with a minor in psychology Mm -hmm. and my final for my media production in my year was uh learning how to i had to make a whole session on um on, on garage band it's making a session on garage band this is at the time i'm in multi-million dollar studios cutting records engineering my own records and i'm making <laughs> uh doing sessions on garage band and like doing shortcuts and i just i literally like looked at the teacher i turned in my I emailed turned in my stuff in, and i was just like i don't think this is for me mm-hmm. because i'm already doing it mm-hmm. and then i explained to him and he said yeah you're right like school will always be here for you mm-hmm. so you know, coming out of college, I think if you don't, as a creative, some a lot of times we don't know where to go. 
Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's not a clear path to anything. Nothing is clear being a creative. It's the most broad thing. It's, just, yeah, it's the it most. Really is. Like, even yeah. the word creative, like, it's just like, well, what do you, what do you create? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, do yeah. you create, like, you know, slime? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Those, you know, because <laughs> those kids are creators. They amazing videos, crazy YouTube, thousands, yeah. millions of views. Millions of views. <laughs> but it's it's what what are, so where do I go? What do I do? School is such an easy path. I go to, I wake up, I do college, I do work. Somebody's telling me mm-hmm. where to be, how to to be what to be okay it's done okay i can get an internship i can get a job like these things are so formate formulaic mm-hmm. right being a creative isn't that Mm-mm. it's literally okay what do you want to do okay you have to go make it mm-hmm. and coming out of college just being 21 22 23 whatever that age may be you may be doogie Hauser and be 16 coming out of that it could be it could be a lot, but also it could be the most freeing thing mm-hmm. because you're looking at it. You're saying, oh, I don't have to have a boss like I could I could truly be my own boss. Now, granted, when you get called onto gigs and stuff, mm-hmm. you gotta have a boss. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, but, of course. Yeah. But you're right. in you're in control of your career. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the mindset that we need to start talking to people. And as far as like take control of yourself way before college mm-hmm. like in high school when i was mentoring i mentor kids as well and i tell yeah. them in high school like what's your passion like what is the thing that lights your soul on fire to this day mm-hmm. i don't care if it's video games i don't care if it's watching something because within that realm if you're either playing it or watching it be played if that whatever sets you on fire mm-hmm. you can find a, a career within that Mm-hmm. And why not take control over that path now rather than being told what to do until you're 18 or until you're 22? It's like, well, we told you what to do your whole life. Now yeah, just go, go be a- <laughs> and, it, like you're making such a great point to that, because I it, that's what I kind of wanted to touch on with you is, you know, the education system in, in America is is good in a lot of facets. But at the same time, like you're saying. You've, and it's not really anybody's fault. It's just you've been following a structure, like you're saying, your whole Facts. life, right? Yeah. And then you get thrown out into the, you know. Yeah. And if, especially in the creative realm, like you've been touching on, like you really, you're a self-starter. It's almost like being an entrepreneur. I had an entrepreneur on earlier and we were yeah. talking about that, my friend Justin. And it's it's very interesting to see like, you know, wow, okay, I'm really going out there. I'm really meeting with people and connecting, connecting, connecting. But I think along those lines, something that we've even talked about is putting out something, mm-hmm. even if you have an idea or whatever, and you you just put it into motion. And I know you did that with your show in a session, which right. is, and same with my thing. I just had an idea and I said, I'm going to do a podcast. And I'm going to start it. And now I'm looking three years later, I took an entire year off of it because of COVID and right. stuff. And I just didn't shoot. Now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, okay, I've, personally have grown leaps and bounds from when I started. And I was in college when I started, Mm -hmm. I come out of that now and I'm seeing the world really different. I've been through a startup situation. I got through that and I learned the vulnerability of that work environment. And now I'm like, okay, well this is really, this is really, really different. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm out here trying to figure it out. And there's a whole level to that of like, that's part of the the journey, right? Like figuring it it out. It is. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, First of all, the, having an idea and actually turning it to fruition and making it tangible is the most rewarding feeling I feel like next to having kids. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's like to have kids. I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like when people look at their kids 
and you know they may be stressed or whatever but when you know they look at them and they say wow like this is you know i created this and the, it's all flourishing you know running around breaking its leg or you know eating its own <laughs> boogers whatever it may be uh i feel like that's what our our creative um babies are right like we you look, watch them grow we and watch mature. it grow and, be, and because it's a reflection of us mm-hmm. right and 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 i think i i try to encourage people to to create something mm-hmm. you no know, right even if it's within your own body like if you know the, I always tell people when they're like what inspired how can i get inspired or whatever and i'm mm-hmm. like run run and then i was like run and then when you feel like you want to stop keep running don't stop at that moment. Maybe mm-hmm. run for two more minutes than that. And then you just realize like, oh, I just did that. Oh, and I was like, do that a couple of times a week. And then watch your body. Now you're creating a different body. Now you're creating a different mindset. Now, like mm-hmm. it's just those little things. So it's about the, like you said, it's the journey of it, right? Like that journey, as we look back, like you look back and you're like, wow, like I'm completely different from three years ago. Like, Dude, oh my like, gosh. Like, but it's crazy. Look I was so dumb. Stu- you look back and you're like, I'm so stupid, right? Like, <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I, hope you don't, don't, I hope you don't look back and say you're so stupid. But you, you don't look, hate on yourself. But yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. You, but you learn. I didn't learn enough back then. Like now I'm, no. you know, like you're 20. I'm 23, but like 23 now I'm seeing where I was at 22 and 21. Right. Right. And you just keep re- retrospectively. That's what I I love having you on and to talk about this specifically is because. I think that's really important is, yeah, put yourself out there, put your art out there, but watch yourself grow through the art. And then suddenly like our job is to be, we're craftsmen. Like that's our goal. And I keep mentioning that on the show, but you know, every day we're like carving away at the model of, you know, who we are, hopefully, you know, hopefully you're putting yourself out there enough to where other people are shaping you. And we're hearing perspectives and changing our thoughts Every day, hopefully, if you're doing it correctly. Hopefully. But that should be the goal, right? Like, I want to hear what you think about that. Because no, I think that's I, important. I think vulnerability is the most important key to being an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be open. Honestly, and I think it's the most important key to life. If we're talking about living life to the extreme fullest, like, you have to, you can't be scared to get your heart broken. You can't be scared of failure. You can't, the, the fears of, we create our own devils. Mm-hmm. Like we create, we create our own Thanos. <laughs> we create, <laughs> we create all our own like enemies. Mm-hmm. And it comes from here. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to actually get the most out of life, we can't be afraid to do those things. We can't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like, in a, I get people are like, you know, well, this could kill you or this could do this. It's like, it could, but it also could do so much more. And you could also live <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like yeah. the, it, the old, what's that old saying? Like, you know, people, you know, you live every day. All right. What is it? Ah, I forgot now. I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. But basically like living, like people either. are alive, but are you living? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. are you living? Mm-hmm. Are you doing the thing that is, is people are scared to do? What is this called? One in 20? Yeah. Why is it one in 20? It's one in 20 because it's one out of every 26, 20 people will be successful. But yeah, hopefully because they put themselves out there and they try. And that's what we really linked up on. I think exactly. You put yourself out there. And I think maybe that's something we really should hone in on is like just how specifically and how far that goes. I mean, I'm thinking through it right now and I'm like the amount of times that I just put myself out there and created one thing. Mm-hmm. and watch that one thing shape me and grow. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And I think we've talked about this before. Not enough people will even do that one thing that no. they think about. You mentioned that to me. Yeah. And you said, like, and I've, I've heard it before, but it's such a great reminder that most will not even create something that they think of. 
They say, wouldn't it be great if I did that? Yeah. Dad, wouldn't it be great? Grandpa, wouldn't it be great? They don't do it. They don't. Why, why do you think people don't do that? The fear of failure. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, they did it. At first, it's, it's, oh, they did it because of they had X, Y, Z. It's all the excuses that they had. Or they're privileged or they're giving yeah, 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 all, all yeah. things. And right. now, look, I am a firm believer of uh, there is no such thing as pulling up by your bootstraps and doing it because some people weren't even born with boots, let alone straps, let alone socks in those boots with straps. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, of course. I, I firm believe in that. But I also believe in figure it out. Yeah. You know, Google intern, some, something there. And I say that for now, like in 2021, there's hardly an excuse there's hardly an excuse. It, you can't, you have to reach out to somebody, somebody like me, somebody like you. If you were to reach out to somebody like us, somebody who's like, hey, I'm, look, I want to learn this or can I, you're going to be like, yeah, cool. Like, come on, man. Let me, let me teach you because you've been there, mm-hmm. right? You, you're going to want to be able to help these people. Mm-hmm. And it's so many people like me and you. Now, granted, it's not enough people like me and you mm-hmm. because there's so many people from the old ways of like, yeah. well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have to do that. So yeah, traditional, know, yeah, yeah, traditional. Mm-hmm. Right? But that should I don't want like using that traditional because what like mm-hmm. what's traditional? Like traditional should be this. Traditional is generational if you think about yeah, it. That's I mean, what it, it changes is. all the time. Yeah. So so it should. Be, we're making that right now. Exactly. It should yeah. be this. It yeah. should be hey, mm-hmm. we're open to help. We're open to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so so trying to um do that could be daunting and the 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 dread is bigger than a deed right like Mm -hmm. i don't want to do that i don't want to put myself out there um oh but i want but i want the reward everybody wants that kobe didn't get five rings from just playing 82 games a season Mm -mm. he got five rings from making sure he made 500 shots before he stepped off the court Mm mm-hmm on practice before and before after, and after right yeah. mm-hmm. he got 500 rings from waking up at three four o'clock in the morning yeah going to a practice before practice <laughs> you know like it's it's uh, those he, yeah. he got 500 rings from running miles at during the olympic games he was running miles and riding bike rides and miles just to hype himself up like these are the things that mm-hmm. you that must be done that gets the reward oh and you think about the iconography in america of the people that we look up to that inspire us like Kobe. Kobe's actually personally is like the single greatest inspiration I ever had in my life growing up watching him during the finals in 2001, 2000, all those years as a baby seeing that and Mm -hmm. seeing the work ethic and reading about him and all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. We, America has been very good for creating those icons that we follow. Mm -hmm. But what we don't always think about, I think, and maybe at the outset, because I really want to serve this specific audience, 18, 24 age ish, That's really trying to figure it out. I think what we don't think about is, you know, they had the same starting point. They started from zero too. Yeah. And I think my buddy Justin that came on said, you know, you can't you can't put your year one compared to Kobe's year twenty five. Nope. That doesn't work because then you're you know you're comparing yourself and and you're not making a genuine version of yourself. So like, yeah. how, how have you kind of created your genuineness as like how you offer? You can't compare your your um, year one to another person's year one mm-hmm. because you guys are two different makeups. Totally different, right? Like and you unique. come, yeah, you you guys come from two different back, two mm-hmm. different mindsets. Two, like it's it's just so much that um, makes up who you are, makes up that other person, mm-hmm. right? And I say it's a two part answer for me because it took me a while to learn that. I'm a very competitive person. I will look at something and say. 
why can I not do that? I'm going to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, why can? And then when I do it, it's like, I should be there. Okay, how did this person do that? Okay, I may have did, I followed A through Z, and I'm still not there? Hmm. Like, what? Like I'm, I'm driving myself crazy. And you say Kobe is one of your biggest inspirations. That's the thing that related me to Kobe so much. Yeah. And that's the thing where I love Kobe so much because he looked at Jordan that way. Mm-hmm. He looked at Jordan and said, I'm going to do every single thing he does, and I'm going to try to do it better. Have you seen those Co- mix-ups with yeah. him? Co- like, flashback with and him. And he had t- Kobe, what, Kobe wasn't the strongest. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't yeah. the most athletic. He just worked harder than everybody. And he had one person who he wanted to top. Right? He had and then you one- got to play with him. It- Imagine that. That's life for you. Yeah. I mean, you could get on the stage with the people you look up to. And, yeah. and, and when he got on stage with him, all he did was ask some questions. All he, did, yeah. Yeah, all, all he did was, how can I be that? Mm-hmm. How can I be that person? Mm-hmm. How can I be greatness? Right? And so with me and what I learned during that, it was a thing. It was that. It was, mm-hmm. I want to be considered number one over everything I do inside mm-hmm. and outside. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm the best because I put in the work. Mm-hmm. And then I want people to be able to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Hum- humble humble is all, but you know, you're going to talk your stuff. Yeah. Because you put in the work. Yeah. Right? LeBron mm-hmm. doesn't call himself king because he he doesn't he does not, not work out. You know, all he does is work out. All he does is treat his body. All he does is million dollar a year body. Yeah. All he does is study. He always does that. Yeah. That's that's why he calls himself the king. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why Jay-Z could call himself the greatest of all time. All he does is make moves and puts the culture in positions to win over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why he could be called the greatest. That's brilliant, dude. That's brilliant. I mean, that's the thing is you, now let's even take it back a notch, like with all of that as context that yeah. you talk about versatility now, yeah. you know, you even just mentioned to your point and I'm the same way where if I see something done in my field or my space, I'm always like, well, I wonder if I can emulate that to a point where I can learn how to do something that somebody did well. Right. right? But then how do I put my own spin on it? And then that's in one field. And then I got another project starting somewhere else. Like I want to touch on the versatility aspect because we both are very similar as far as like starting a project and seeing it through, but then starting another one and starting that (laughs) one and starting, right? So, and it could be you, Neeson as a host, it could be Neeson, you know, creating beats. It could be Neeson doing whatever you do. So like for somebody that's considering a bunch of different, you know, spaces in the creative realm, like what, what advice or like what, you know, encouragement could you give to somebody doing that? Man, I'm probably the wrong person because I do it. But no, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I would say this. I would say this. Uh, it's find the one thing that anchors you. Find the one thing that you love and that, again, I would say light your heart on fire. And I feel like if you if you go towards that, and I'm saying this from experience, music was that for me. Music was my passion. It was my love. I wrote, I eat, breathe, and slept music. I mm-hmm. studied music. I, I still do. I mm-hmm. um. I studied artist performances. I rehearsed. I rebooked out studio. I used to book out dance studios, and I never and I didn't have shows. And I rehearsed songs and performances. But it was about putting in work. It was about the practice, right? Because mm-hmm. I wanted to be the best performer. I wanted to be the best entertainer, and so I did that. Mm-hmm. And that led to tours, and that led to song, that led to all the great things. But then what led to me doing music videos, and then me co-directing my music videos, which led to me then you know writing writing treatments for which led to me writing to acting in things, and then then producing things, and then directing things. And it was just this thing that mm-hmm. kept going on and on. But the 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 core of it 
and what you know within a session. Mm-hmm. The core of it is music. Mm-hmm. That's the love. Anything mm-hmm. I do, anything I do, whether it's acting, hosting, uh, producing, writing, whatever, the core of it is around music. Mm-hmm. So and that's like your why, right? Like people say that all the time. I've mentioned it on the show. You, that's or the point, right? That's yeah, the point. I, I would say that's the anchor. The why, the anchor, yeah, yeah. The the, for sure. the why um, is always is, to me is always legacy and to yeah. inspire. Like I yeah. lo- I love getting a feeling of when I'm talking to somebody and their eyes light up. Mm-hmm. And I know, like my whole thing is live forever, and I don't mean um, in the physical sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the spiritual and in, in being passed down since if I inspire a kid over in, in, you know, Scottish, whatever, that he may grow up and inspire somebody else. He may grow up and inspire us. And then they go and be like, yeah, we're, well, my great great granddad was inspired by this guy named Neeson. Right. Like, that's what I mean. Legacy. Just, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's the legacy. But that and that comes from that anchor and that core and that love, mm-hmm. love, my love for music inspired uh, me doing all these other things, which happen to light up, you know, one or hopefully millions of other people, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, yeah. so that's the, that's, I think I, we get so caught up in, oh, I want to do this, do this, do this, do this, do that. Hey, that's all going to come. I promise you. I promise you. Everything that your heart desires is going to come if you just listen and put one foot in front of the next. And it's so important, I think, to to really like hit home on that, like you said, Find what your anchor is, mm-hmm. you know, like for me personally, it's film. Yep. And so anything that I'm surrounding myself with has to look great. The content has to be very, yep. very important. Me, Evan, as a person, my whole goal is to help a community of people that are trying to make it happen. Right. And right. trying to do their thing in film and in business and whatever. So for me, that's what I, my goal is. That's kind of my why that's so, you know, right, thrown right. out and thrown around. But you know, the anchor is film, like you just said, yeah. those two things are really, really important to find. If, if you guys are trying to figure that sort of thing out, those two things help you build that pipe. And I think Neeson said it best where you can start adding those threads and pieces yeah. because guess what? You're learning yourself too. Yeah. That's what I love is throughout the whole process. Like we mentioned earlier, you're learning a, a new facet of yourself that you Absolutely. didn't think you were capable of. And it's also a matter of like, we might be able to touch on this just a smidge is time. Mm-hmm. You mentioned time and waiting on something for a long time. I feel immensely different doing this show now in this, you know, avenue, this kind of new like venture of next up um, because I feel like I've taken time to think about this for now three years, years. Right. And now I'm finally getting to a point where I'm more happy with what I originally had thought it would be. Right. But like, maybe you should speak to that a little bit. Cause I know even what you could use in a session as an example of like an idea that came and then you made it come to life, but over time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to be considered valuable. Mm-hmm. So you have to make yourself a value, right? It goes back to being able to inspire and, and uplift people. And so I was in studios and I feel like the most raw intimate conversations happen in recording studios. Mm-hmm. And, I tell people the magic behind recording studio. You guys, if you guys have never been in a recording studio, it's really just something about it. Two a.m. There's no windows. There's you know, it's just it's the same with an edit bay, right? Like, yeah, edit, like, yeah, yeah, same same, same thing. thing with an edit yeah. bay. There's nothing, right. but it's just you and another person usually, and it's only so long those walls could be up, and so you just start talking about just life, mm-hmm. like real, real life, and the makeup of who you are, and you come to similarities, and you're able to build on things. It's an incredible feeling, and you're also ordering pizza at three o'clock in the morning from somewhere, right? <laughs> great yeah. feeling, good memories. Yeah, great, great yeah. feeling. I, I started having that, and then I started having it with so many people, and then realizing that these artists are more than just 
rappers or singers or actors or whatever they are. Like you're more than just one person. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm more than just one person. Like you're literally sitting in front of a rapper, singer, rapper, I mean, rapper, singer, producer, former pro wrestler, former, like all the crazy avenue of things. Right. So I'm like, man, this would be great to like talk to somebody with. Okay, but let's talk with our anchor. Like, what? Where's my mm-hmm. love at? My love is music. All right. Well, it'd be great if we did a, stu- a show in recording studio. Of course, we could branch out to that. And just to give people, so going to other studios. So in a session is is a raw kind of just like this two mm-hmm. two chair conversation. I have raw conversations about with multifaceted people, um, and to be able to showcase them in a in our uh, stylized segment called in a booth yeah. and still uh, showcase their talent. I wanted to, at first, I just wanted to be in a recording studio because of my anchor, my love for music. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, there's more than just record. Like there's painters and there's, there's models and there's these, you know, there's actors. Like let's, what's their studio? What's their session? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Let's walk into their sessions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that came from me wanting to give back to my love and my anchor of music mm-hmm. and then i was talking with my partner we were we were on i was directing my first film which is crazy i was directing my first film uh in italy and it's a complete italian film which is strange because i don't know any italian <laughs> uh, it was very, <laughs> it's hard part, i've di- done that i've been right. there so i know yeah yeah, yeah it's like it's... directing a film in complete another foreign language <laughs> a foreign country in the middle of rome and like Produce it was it that's a whole another story for a whole another time. But in in that time, um, I believe it was, I believe it was then it was either then or can of this other it was real crazy. Mm-hmm. But we were I was talking to Bree, and I said, uh, "Yeah, I want to do this show." And I just pitched her the show idea. She was like, "Oh yeah, that's really dope." Like, okay, cool. Like you know, and it was one of those like if people, somebody's like, "Yeah, like all right, cool, like, great, do that thing." And that's how I felt. I was like, "All right, whatever." Um, <laughs> I got back. I was at my one of my good friends. She's an amazing actor, and it was her birthday, and we we're at a bar, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen her in a while. And it was I just got back from from the film, um, and she said she was asking me how things are going. She's drunk, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. Cool. She was like, what are you working on? Are she? What about that? And I was like, oh yeah, I got this. Um, I'm gonna do this other film that I just wrote, and this, and then the, the show called In a Session. Remember I told you about it a while ago? She was like. Okay, yeah, yeah. What the the intercession thing? Yeah, that show. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, you need to do that. And I was like, oh no, no, well, no. She was like, no, you need to do it. Like yeah, she, she like, said, she like deadpan. Yeah, she right like to dead, you. Yeah. like just yeah. sober, just dead eyed me, and was just like, <laughs> do it. And for some odd reason, that was like the thing of like, oh wow, I need to do it right now. Granted, within this time period, m- multiple people I would like tell about it, and they're like. Oh man, that's a great idea. Like you should do it. Mm-hmm. She gave me that, but she gave me in the like stuff. If you're drunk, like clearly drunk, not even like ah, like she was drunk <laughs> and like she was just able to like sober up into like basically Billy Madison, Billy Madison, be like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like do one of those. Um, I was like, oh yeah, all right, I'm gonna do gotta it. focus up. And I that next week I hit Bree. I was like, look, this is it. Like I was afraid of the money. I was afraid of whatever, but. No man, like we we smartened up, we figured it out, and that's the thing. And it, it all, but it all, I can't stress this enough. It all came from the anchor of love, and it just all came from like your why as well. Like it came mm-hmm. from me wanting to inspire, and it came from love. Mm-hmm. Those two things, you it's you, it's amazing. 
No, I mean, and honestly, like, just to kind of like lay in the plane here on this, because we're already almost at time. I think that that is like really, really important to just focus in on those two factors that we even talked about. Like, yeah. what is your anchor? What is, you know, what is the field? What is the category? And yeah. then what are you doing it for? Yeah. Right. And I see that growing in me every day that, you know, I do more of these. I haven't done this in a long time. I'm stoked mm. to do it again. Like I see myself changing every day and evolving and taking time to take care of myself, but also think for my future, you know, projections of where I want to go and all that stuff. Right. And all of that goes into that package. So I'm like really, really happy that you spoke to that topic. I hope that's, you know, enlightening to people. You yeah. No, nah, man, I, I, I look, we need, we need you. We need, we need a uh, content like this because mm-hmm. these type of conversations and especially now I think once the world gets to where it's going to be uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to be more willing to listen and have these conversations, but we don't know who's what, like I said, we don't know who's watching this somewhere, maybe in Nebraska, like chilling in a one bedroom apartment, looking for inspiration. Right. It like, could change them. It yeah. could change them. Mm-hmm. And I think we, that's what we just need you, bro. Like we just need you. So you yeah, just keep doing you, Yeah, you too, man. It's so, it's so important. But um, give you a second to plug because you've oh. already been talking about Intercession. Yes. So talk about you and, and everything. Um, so, yeah. All right. So you can find Intercession, which is, uh, I feel it's a great interview show and just great showcase of talented, talented people. And also to have talented people in front and behind camera um, on it. Everybody's hands. I'm really blessed to be on it. So you can find it at... Uh, I was about to give a website. It, it will. We're actually working on it. I was say you can find it at www. Um, now you can find it at in a session on Instagram. You can find it on YouTube at uh, youtube.com backslash stayflyfilms, which you can also find like our other film stuff. I believe it's on there. It's probably private because we just shoot super pitchy. And I don't know why. But, um, You're like me. There's a million links that I can yeah, put out there. And uh, you, but you can find me personally at stayflylife on. Instagram. Instagram or on uh, Twitch or at that hashtag show, which I am part ownership, so I should probably plug that. <laughs> um, or that hashtag show as well, which is a geek pop culture company that you uh, could get everything trending in geek pop culture. And yes, that's our tagline. Um, and that's 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 like a third of the that things, was a beautiful I yeah <laughs> i know i hate plugging myself yeah i'm usually on the other side guys so i'm usually like oh please just tell them where they can find you <laughs> no and i can like back oh away oh my gosh yeah. bro that's funny no no but great great stuff and if you want i can i can lower third some stuff too if you want to but oh, thank you guys for watching thank you for like commenting and subscribing please be sure to check out the community it's our growing discord thread where people like us can all talk like this business minds creatives can all sit down and have a conversation virtually which is great because often with COVID everybody's isolated so I hope that that is of benefit to you and be sure to check out our Patreon that's something newer that we're introducing doing a little special where it's basically a dollar a month $12 a year to be a supporter I shout you out at the end of the show be a part of that that really helps us keep going and push more content Neeson thank you for being on I really appreciate you and and everything that we've been able to talk about today man no problem actually you can find me in that community and you could probably find me just uh crying over WandaVision I'm not gonna bring it up today though I promise <laughs> I won't we can't talk about it spoilers I I'm, I, I'm sure <laughs> when it releases there won't be spoilers but for now we can't talk about it <laughs> just oh my gosh just not feel used and uh, I am the embodiment of uh Eddie Murphy and Boomerang where he's just like after he got done <laughs> Just like with yeah, the, with the cover up on yeah. my, This is how I feel. Like I'm just like Marvel. Just I'm... Marvel just did it to me, guys. They just. 
I'm still recovering from that night. I need a cigarette night. now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, anyway, thank you guys for watching and uh, we'll see you soon. And thank you to Next Level supporter Ethan Welch for supporting us on Patreon. Be sure you do that. Lots of cool benefits that are associated with that so you don't want to miss it. Thank you, Ethan Welch, Next Level supporter.